today's podcast. It's um, we'll have segments on the journal pages I uploaded today. It, by the way, it's January twenty third, twenty nineteen. Uh, today's podcast will have segments on journal pages that I uploaded. It will have uh, a segment on the uh, fashion industry, sort of like the fashion industry. Then it'll have a segment on um, uh, our current situation. And, and then I'll have a segment on open questions about me. All right, let's get into today's podcast. It's like a project. And good morning. It's like a project. It's uh, January 22nd. It's about 6.15 at night. January 22nd, 2019. I was just, um, you know, I uploaded some journal pages and I didn't really get a chance to look at the journal pages before I uploaded them. So um, I just took a picture and these were the journal pages right after my release. So I said, I said, let me just take these pictures. I had I had just started a, a new journal and I didn't even finish it. I just I got about a month into it and then sometimes doing all this moving around, sometimes I would start journals and I'd get a month into them and then I'd have to move and start another journal. So it's actually good. I captured the whole this part of the journal and I had originally thought I was released on January 13, 2018, but it looks like I was released on January 8th, and I kind of remember that date now. So I was released on January 8th. And these journal pages were, were awesome because it chronicled the start of the Psychic Project, which is cool. I, I, I didn't know if I had captured that. So I, it's captured. The, the first time I coined the, the, term, the phrase, the Psychic Project, in the journal was the 17th but previously if you look back a few days before that on January which is which is kind of crazy on Monica's birth on M- Monica hits which is busy bee's birthday is when the entire concept seemed to flow into the journal which was to use social media and blogging and monetizing and everything happened on her birthday which was January 13th, which is so crazy. And I didn't even mention her birthday. Oh, I hope she's not mad at me. But I didn't, I, I mentioned it this year, but I didn't mention it that year. I don't know if I was so caught up in the moment or not, or if I just didn't write it down. Um, you know, there's, the side said, oh, there's a lot of hocus pocus in these journals. And, there, you know, you have to remember, I had just gotten out of five and a half un years of unjust incarceration and I have become aware terminology was just I didn't have that you know I didn't understand what the side was I had to go look up all these terms in parapsychology and wicked and all these uh, paranormal and to find tele you know telepathic you know to find the terminology to use to describe um, psychic abilities I did I did clairvoyance and so forth I, I didn't know what all these terms meant you know I didn't even know what I didn't know what the side was to be totally honest um, so I had to go look all these terms up and so I, I, I didn't know what Mozgoth and Visigoth and nobody would really reveal that um, other than this vague for some reason even my active it was always kind of hinting around it wouldn't be a direct answer 
or I didn't know what um I didn't people would tell me white lighters and black light like like we were like competing I don't even see that particular world anymore white lighters and that might be a sacramental thing I don't really see that a dark lords all that terminology that was coming out I think that was just um that household I was in I was in this gamer household at the time and I feel so bad because I wrote so many things me and my father were clashing at the time and I, I believe it was because of what he was going through with his with his wife that she was trying to make him into some sort of different sort of person and I immediately clash with any effort to be that type of person and so um, I'm an anti-gaming. I am a crystal clear individual. I am. I am an open book. Um, I understand that there are some issues in Sacramento with living that type of lifestyle, but um, um, that's who I am. You know, and drugs are not anywhere in my curriculum. Um, I think at the time I just got released and like any man who probably gets released <laughs> I, I after five and a half years I, I think I I, I I was you know looking for a woman and I think I did indulge in some porn and then uh, you know uh, I, I say that because I look back and say to myself well you know, porn is you know it's not a good thing now now that we know what is involved, especially in this country, um, you know, with porn, that I, I just, yeah, I'll never see it the same. Never indulge in it. One, all our phones and devices are monitored, psychic people, especially the confirmed ones. And then two, it's, you know, there are women that are trapped in very negative lifestyles. Um, maybe not everybody's a sex slave, but maybe they, they, are locked in addiction and to serve their addiction they are trapped into a life of pornography so I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not encouraging that sort of stuff in any way um, do I do I think there's beauty in the in the in the nude form in photography 100% um, but um, you know what do they always say you know uh, I know pornography when I see it, right? So I know it when I see it, and until I'll be able to find it between the artistic and the pornographic. So um, it's one of those things that you just you, you you come upon, and then you you look and you say uh, that's not very artistic. You're just you know. So and and, and it may be a, a point where one person's art is another person's. Uh, um, um, it depends on where your moral compass is, probably. Uh, but I, 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 I highly doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. I think we can all have uh, an understanding of what's correct and what's not. Um, like I said, there are some notes in there where I just, like I said, I, I kind of regret voicing some of my opinions about my father, not totally understanding what was going on with his situation with his wife. I just saw a total change of attitude and. I wasn't sure if it was him and what was going on. Uh, 
I, di I didn't understand anything when I got there, to be totally honest. That the house just seemed totally different than when I when I went away. My father seemed different. The world had changed. I know now how how much the world had changed. Um, the world just had tremendously changed, and it has tremendously changed. Um, I wish we'd start speaking more of the truths, but. Um, What else can I say about these journals? Uh, these journals actually capture so much information. That the these are the first days that I got out. I still was journaling, and it's it's awesome to find these pages, uh, to find the def word that the psychic project was de defined, which is January 17, 2018. But a few days before that, January 13th is when I actually started. I looked there and I see. I'm trying to understand monetization of uh, of content, and I start. I, I'm looking. I'm looking for how to develop blogs, and how to uh, and how and how to document the experience of psychic abilities. I'm very much. But you can also you can also read. Uh, and I have to say now that I was still. And I was still in this prison mentality. Remember, I had just went through five and a half years of unjust incarceration. So I had a lot of prison, um, I want to say prison dirt still clinging to me. Um, but when you're submerged in an environment of, um, when you're submerged in a prison style environment, you adopt an attitude To defend your position and a lot of that when I say things like I'm turned up for life or 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 um, this is this is what prison made me I'm just I was just expressing that you know I know this is not the person I'm supposed to be but this is what's happening to me and I don't understand why I'm this turned up or I this is what prison made me this that that very that particular sentence this is what prison made me is a, is 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 a, is a point of frustration that I'm voicing and saying look I don't know why I'm like this I well I know why I'm like this and I know it's not who I'm supposed to be you know and that's that that's exactly what it, it's saying I'm not supposed to be this person but prison made me this way and um, I'm actually happy and you can see it as it comes across in the music that I, my little radio, my little frequency turned down and I started to feel back to who I'm supposed to be, who I am. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think I've centered myself pretty well now. I actually really do. I really think I've centered myself pretty well in the person who I was prior to this upheaval of, of addiction and prison, I think I've centered myself in who I am, um, which is just a progressive liberal, uh, an open-minded person, and um, yeah, th those things. Uh, I do. I, I did note something in one of the journal pages, which is even at the time the first the first month of getting out I noticed that I said to myself 
there seems to be a lot of drugs in music now. I noted that in a journal. And I remember saying, God, there are a, there's a lot of drug overtures in music at that time. And there, and there are. And, uh, you know, now knowing that, um, you know, drugs were rampant uh, in our culture out here, it's, uh, you know, looking back, it's a year, basically a year. Basically, that's a, these journals are a year look back when I when I first was released. Um, it's it's great that I found these journal pages and, and uploaded them. I, I think they're in a safe place there. Um, um yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, there's so many more journals. Now I feel like just grabbing so many more journals. You know, I had the like last month I was without a journal, but I had these clipped together papers that made this little journal. I wish I had these clipped together papers, but unfortunately, uh, I, 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 I don't think I'll be finding those. But there was um, probably a good 30 or 40 entries in them um, for the month of December and maybe the last part of November, I think, are in those papers, if I ever find them. Uh, in any case, uh, it's a psychic project. I just wanted to share some insight on those journal pages because I know some of the, some of you guys are probably saying white lighter dark lord what kind of terminology is that that's hocus pocus that's that's not how we talk that's not that's not based in any type of science or observational that that terminology is not how we talk and you have to remember I had just got out and I I hadn't studied parapsychology yet I hadn't I hadn't I hadn't caught up so I was just using things I was hearing in the side in that household and that's what I heard in the sigh from that household. So, and I didn't even understand the term sigh at the time. So, um, yeah, so that's where all that came from. And then the struggles with my father were because the world had changed and his family was trying to make him some sort of gang type individual. That's not who he was. That's not who he was. I loved my dad, by the way. I want to express that now. Whatever happened with him and his family, uh, I know that wasn't the man he was. He wasn't a gamer, and that's, they were trying to make him that way. So, I did not, like, did he try to help, and was he a quiet person? Yeah, but that was just his nature. He was a good man. Was a good man. Bought me the computer. He was a good man. <sighs> All right, the psychic project closing. So the psychic project. This segment is on maybe some open and outstanding questions about myself, the psychic project, and why things are the way they are with me. Like first, why did I go to, why did I go, why was I unjustly incarcerated? Right? Why was I unjustly incarcerated? Choir and wine want to know. I think I kind of, I think I kind of, I think I broached it in a few different blogs and, and I definitely did it in some 
videos and I, I, I've tried to make an effort to, to help people understand. But there were two charges, two separate incidents. Um, one incident was actually a two charge incident that occurred in two counties in, in a one hour period under psychic attack. Both were psychic attacks. Um, I view them as psychic attacks that were really <sighs> if I did any sort of drug my active had a personality that would attack me unbeknownst to her I, I believe one personality would attack me as in scream and terrify me because I was unaware psychic person um, this couple with personalities psychic personalities on the ground that were following me and trying to open me up was a terrifying experience so you have a drug culture that was opening psychic people up in the community which would encourage drug addiction and then in that encouragement and exploitation doing drug addiction oh, oh okay he's, we've got him open on crystal meth let's try to make him aware of his psychic abilities and start to uh, speak to you move you around but then that was in my physical that was in my physical but I also had uh, I'm also coupled to an active who has a side personality that was terrifying me because anytime I did drugs it would affect her so she had weaponized a personality to attack me when I did any type of drug so I have in my physical presence like CIA representatives encouraging and exploiting drug use in, my, in, in the community around me and then I have my psychic active who is weaponized against that and psychically attacking me. So I have an incident where I believe either to be CIA representatives or community representatives that open me up begin to try to make me aware of psychic voices and then my weaponized psychic active attacking me to try to get me to stop I go I basically lose it I don't know what's going on all these psychic voices psi sound is, is in my presence I'm an unaware person this is 2012 I basically start running, I jump in a car in terror of what was going on in my mind and I say please give me a ride, I'm charged with uh, uh, false imprisonment at this time. But I'm released from that point and the, the, the voices and the sight sound continue as I walk across the bridge trying to walk away from this and I picked up again as I try to push a photographer, which I later find out at the FBI, and say, 
leave me alone. Don't take pictures of me because I'm afraid they're taking pictures of me. And just like voices are telling me this. And uh, I pushed him and I pushed the camera down. And I'm charged with, uh, uh, I think, grand theft. And uh, but I never, I never took the camera. I was just pushing them to stop taking pictures of me. I even handed the camera back to him. And I immediately go from there to the courthouse because I was on my way to court actually, um, and I'm arrested at the courthouse, which happens to be the jail, which is the craziest thing. At all. I just walked straight to jail. So that tells you how much intentional uh, crime I was trying to commit. I walked straight from these incidences to court, which is in the which is in the Sacramento Main County Jail. So I walked straight to jail. So I'm obviously not criminally criminal beha- behavior because I'm going to go to court, which is in the Main County Jail. I'm not trying to escape in any way or anything like that. So what have I just told you? I've, I've relayed the story of these uh, side voices attacking me and the encouragement and exploitation of drug use and opening psychics on the West Coast. Thing. And I, I'm trying to relay, this is what happened to me personally and how my unjust incarceration started in 2012. Um, I was charged with these instances, instances were fear related. Um, I was assessed as a psychic person uh, prior to my court case in Sacramento. Um, and still I was, and still I was incarcerated and treated as a criminal rather than as a psychic person that was in fear of the side. I was treated as if my intent were criminal behavior. Not only was my intent not criminal behavior, I, I was a victim. So that's that's where we have the um, creation of the psychic project that nobody should ever go through an experience like this. Nobody should ever have to do five, six years for not understanding their inclined psychic nature. And that, and that's, that's the crux. That's the crux of it. I also detailed, uh, in, in, uh, this was January 22nd, by the way. Um, I'm sorry, January 23rd at about 1.30 a.m. in the morning, 1.40 a.m. in the morning. I also detailed um, another psychic attack with my father where... Um, I'm unsure who the attack was. Was it my active at the time? Or was it somebody else in which um, I thought my daughter and uh, my active were, or which was my girlfriend at the time, were kidnapped. And um, to the point that I thought my father was hiding them and I pushed him and I was charged with terroristic threats and I was just in so much fear. And terroristic threats, I was screaming to find my daughter. Um, I, I was just in complete fear. It was the ex- same exact scenario as the one I just relayed where I was encouraged to do drug use, opened up, 
a set of voices started talking to me and then out of the weaponized cry voice of my actors came and just obliterated me mentally because I, I couldn't understand what was going on. I heard she had a weaponized cry personality of her multiple personalities that attacked me. And I became charged in because nobody understood. I, either they didn't understand. And well, definitely the second time they didn't because I was assessed as a psychic person the second time. The first time, I wasn't assessed. Um, I was just charged as if my, I had some criminal behavior intent, which I didn't. I was the victim of psychic, I want to say psychic domestic violence uh, because she had a personality that was attacking me. And I was I was a victim and then I feel that's why things like side testimony have to be brought into play. So I mean there's two charges. The terroristic threat, I did a I did a solid year. Uh one year straight. So you have that one year straight and then I get out and I'm out for like three months of that unjust incarceration and I'm unjustly incarcerated again and given almost five and a half. six and a half and now I've been and then I, okay so if you're saying okay that's great so that's how that's how you did all this jail time right all this jail and prison time okay so now we have a foundation for that we have an understanding of why I call it unjust incarceration because I was under psychic domestic violence sort of attacks but nobody would qualify them as that sort they just saw a crazy, a crazy man that they thought had criminal behavior because I guess I'm African American. Everything I do must be criminal. Um, but that was not the case. Um, and I, I, I think I've demonstrated that now. Now the next thing you're probably saying: Why aren't you in a? Why, why don't you get a job? you ever been able to put it together like that? First, I do have a job. I work for Facebook Branded Science. I work for the Psychic Project. I actually, in the beginning, owned my own business. Social media marketing. And I ran an awareness campaign about psychic people and psychic abilities. And on top of that, I, I marketed um, social media marketing. It was very profitable. I wasn't allowed to access my profits. Why? Because some foreign agency or some foreign intelligence I'm not sure what what occurred. I still can't see the the big picture. Are there any foreign foreign government agencies that moved against me to keep me from accessing my money? So they say, well, did you look for regular work away from that? And quite honestly, yes. Um, specifically, uh, I went for. 
hospital. I went for, and I went through the interview process. Uh, and what happened right at the end, I'd even passed the background check for, uh, you've seen my resume. I'm more than qualified to work as a greeter at a hospital. I get to pass the background. Oh yeah, don't worry. We we accept felons. And then, as as if an agency employee or probation would show up and say, "No, you you cannot work here." Apple was ready to hire. I I got to the end of the interview process. Oh no, don't worry. We'll, we, your your felonies are fine. You'll you'll be able to work here. Same sort of deal. It was actually Pegatron, which is a a um, subsidiary, a supplier of uh, hardware to uh, Apple. So, but they had their contract to Apple, so I just couldn't get that job. Ready to hire me. I was ready. I was like, okay, this is how I re. This is how I restart my life. The agency officials out here were, and the probation and parole were openly going around and diversifying my life by either saying negative statements about me to the employers or blocking me in some way. I mean, CIA or parole and probation. And later to find out parole and probation were one of them killed my father only means to just how uh, the word is subversive but it's not that just how criminal the agency like parole and probation and Sacramento Police Department have become out here every sort of employment they, they force me away from. Yeah, they would block. So that's how I ended up in a tent for almost a year now. I mean, for like, well, seven, eight months now. I've been living in a tent. I've been homeless for, I'll be, in March will be a year. Um, were blocking it, and the business I started and became a very profitable business and still is, and the money that I've earned during that process was all blocked. It was all, I never got to enjoy any of those profits. And I worked every day, every single day I worked to get the message out. seems like I serve the government as a, a channel of communication for the realities of drugs and a subversive government
horrifying event to God. So, okay, so the answer to the question is, that's the answer to the question of why don't I get a job? Well, local agencies blocked me when I did, and by the way, I did have my own small business, and, and it wasn't even a small business. It was a large billion-dollar-a-day business that I was running, and I was walking away from those profits, and regular employment, which would have paid me anywhere from 50000 to 40000 a year, I was blocked from. The breeder was probably twenty-four, twenty-five thousand 25000 a year I was blocked from by local agencies. So I also went for a poultry farm, uh, poultry job, which I was also blocked from. Um, and you say poultry, poultry manufacturing or poultry uh, industry. I was just going to work in a, uh, like this chicken, um, ch like a chicken factory, I suppose, where they cut up the chickens. It was a um, I was also blocked from that. So I was blocked from, I was, I was made homeless by the entire situation. And you say, why would people do that? I think it, it, it appears that they were aware of the money that was flowing into these psychic projects and wanted that particular money to come. They wanted that money to come use that money. That's what it appears to be the, the money I was earning through the project. Alright. Alright, so let's uh, wrap that session. There's Prada, there's Gucci, there's Ralph Lauren, there's Tommy Hilfiger. Tom Brown, Tom Ford, there's Calvin Klein. There's Versace. And you say, which one? And that's when you know it's a big house. It's Burberry. many designers Dior Gucci so many designers these are the people that make us beautiful We underestimate their value.
when we looked at the clothing of kings in the past centuries, we admired them for their, their style. We gave them value based on their appearance. And in today's age, I don't think we do the same. They have a mission to make us interesting. Yeah, they have a mission to make us interesting people. Thank you, Tom Brown. To break us from our uninterested life, our boring daily dredge of work and family and you say how could family be boring and it is sometimes you know it is I, but it's a good monotony that sort of routine is good but sometimes the designer they shake us give us some new perspective they make us kings they clothe us they they make us turn into something different for a day if we just dare to put something different on or have a different color just for the day not not for the lifetime they say just put it on for a day and try it maybe this week you try one item and the next week you try another and then say every day you have to be some freak of nature some stunning model and then me say wear all their outfits. Just pick one little piece, one little bag, one little fabric. There are so many I, I I'm sure I left off, and and some I, I may never know because. I may never leave this particular environment. I may be slated to be this homeless monk type person that simply phones in his life. It may be the only way I'm allowed to live it. And so I ask you out there to, whatever you do, put it on social media so I can live through you. They have taken my life away. So be it. Pictures out there. So I can live through you. I won't stop documenting mine, and you can live through me. It's a psychic project. Here comes my train.
It's a psychic project. It's uh, it's January. It's twenty second. Actually, it's the twenty third. I'm sorry, and it's <laughs> about one thirty in the morning. A.M. My mind's like, let's try to make a podcast and a segment and just kind of summarize where we are. Just, just what we we're pretty solid as valid, right? We had a drug addicted president, right? And not just one. What I believe occurred over two administrations. Definitely the last one. We have a Senate and a Congress that was racist. And subversive to the president. And we have a state of California, which was also subversive to the presidency. drug addicted and was an attack on his family due drug addiction and then openly um, seems to be openly defiant to the United States drug laws, immigration, everything. Um, it's um that's the short that's the short that's the short answer, right? What happened to the Republican Party? They were basically racist. They encouraged and exploited drug addiction in the presidency. To the point that it became cruel and malicious, unmoral behavior in, in, the, in the White House. Names such as Liania, Ivanka, Malia, all the children were desecrated in some illegal, immoral, and unconscionable way. The first families were dragged through the mud. The first ladies all exposed and denigrated in 
unbelievable ways. And presidents addicted to drugs, both openly psychic and unaware. That's where we are. Not, I'm sorry, not openly psychic, unaware of their open psychic nature. Okay. So, so that's, that's just that's just where we were. Been going on for about two years. It did have some roots in the Obama administration, but it came to a head in the last two years. I think the the next question is and, and, and as I say that I hear trains in the background and I heard a plane about an hour ago which is, which is good because I'm, I'm reminded that as long as planes, trains, and automobiles are moving in this society, it's still put together. It's still functioning. At this point, I, I believe the governors have actually come together as the Senate and the Senate and the Congress. Basically, the legislative branch has failed us, right? And in our constitutional crisis, we have no way to put another POTUS back in place. The governors have come together to reconstitute the United States under a new constitution. Now, whether it will be all the states or just some of the states is, is the open question, right? And I've delivered to you a lot of messages that California won't be coming with us. It was openly subversive through drug culture and the moguls and the millionaires out here dishonored the presidency. I, I, I don't think they understand the words traitor to your country. Mutiny on your country. These are words that can be applied. You can be hung for these sort of activities. I, 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 I don't think the average citizen understands that protests can go so far that you become a traitor. 
freedom of speech. It's one thing. But when you become subversive and a traitor to the values of the country, uh, you you violate the constitution and the right for your country to exist. You have violated the law in such a way that you can be hung. everybody in California? Well, if the majority of the people in California want to be subversive, the thought is pull out. That's where I, I think that's what they're doing. The governors of the other states are finding out which ones are truly with them and reconstituting under those states and re recreating the union, so to speak. What does that mean for us out here? I guess we're stuck. <laughs> and I think I, 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 I reported quite a bit on everything else. So I don't, I don't want to go too far into the economic uh, equation, but yeah, that does mean the, the end of the banking industry. That means the end of currency. That means the end of social services, such as food stamps, social security, any health care benefits like Medicare and uh, affordable and the Affordable Care Act, all of that uh, is to the wayside. It will be an incredible military pullout out here. That means the end of jobs, any federal jobs out here post office, um, any of the jobs that, that are federal out here, post office being the largest one, military of course, anything on a post would be gone, uh, any federal employment, FBI, Homeland Security, um, federal courthouse, any of that would be gone, um, national parks, that's gone, everything, okay, everything federally, um, see shut down is probably going to stay that way. And why do I d why do I tell you things that you seem to already know? And you're just waiting for well when when it happens it happens. That's the attitude that goes on out here. Because I I'm thinking maybe if you expressed concern Maybe if you expressed yourself in a way that said, we shouldn't have done that. Maybe you should throw yourself on the mercy of the court. The court might seem fit not to sentence you to be removed from the union. And I don't mean express it on the phone. I mean openly express it through media. Live broadcast, perhaps, would do it. But I don't see people openly expressing it through either media or live broadcast. 
or radio or podcast or any of these. I see people denying the reality of it, thereby saying they are pro either racist regime or pro subversive regime. In any case, it's it's uh, a death knell for 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 being reconstituted into the new union. Nobody can take on the risk that occurred over the last, for sure, two or three years. But it seems to date to the Obama administration. Okay, just like before, I can close them right out. Just, just come to mind. Is this like you project? I just, I'm coming back. It's uh, it's morning. It's about 6:30 a.m. I think it's the 23rd, January 23rd, 2019. You know, there's been so much misinformation inserted in the side. I have no idea how much of it is correct. Um, I think I detail what I believe to be correct, an addicted president, and maybe a pull away from California. I'm unsure. I'm unsure if they, even it, even if they have answered that question. But I, I do, sh- I do share this. I was born an American citizen. I was born in the United. I wasn't born in the United States, but I was born to parents that were. And wherever we were. I was born in Taiwan. We were always citizens of the United States of America. Now, whatever that country should become, that's what I will be a citizen of. And wherever I shall be, that patch of ground shall be that country. ground will be the United States. I stand by the federal courthouse here in Sacramento, California, and I think to myself, if they pull out, will this be the United States or will it be California? Will it be some sort of embassy? No matter what, 
I'll be by the Sacramento River, or the American River over there, aptly named. And by the way, the American River, aptly named. And I'll be by it. And there'll always be an embassy and a direct phone line back through the side. And that little patch and that tent that I have, if that's all that's left, it'll be the embassy for the United States then. And I'll wave my flag and whatever should happen to America, that's what will happen to me then. Because I am my country. Share anything else with you? I'm done guessing, providing the details I can see. I go to work now. Psychic project.